Merry Christmas, you filthy animals. And a Happy New Year. We're not there yet. That's next week. Oh, sorry. That's all right. Jump the gun. It's fine. We wish you a Merry Christmas. There it is. There it is. Welcome to Reforming, Mo- po- Reforming Manhood. Welcome to Reforming Manhood. The podcast we talk life from a Christian male perspective. My name is Mike Watt. I am the Lucha Preacher. And I'm Too Sweet Trevor Cowan. And I'm Jamie Jack of All Trades. Hinojosa. Glad to be here, guys. So glad to be here. Trevor's just now getting his... Uh, his it's, cigar started. It's up. working. It's a Christmas miracle. It's a Christmas miracle. We uh What you smoking, baby? What you smoking, baby? What you smoking, baby? Hey, what baby. What you smoking, baby? What you smoking, baby? <laughs> I'm uh smoking these Kentucky fire cured cheroots. It's alright, reduce cigars if they're good. You know? Did I do this last week? Yeah, all three of us did that one last week. That's oh yeah. It's I good. A, I have a lot of them. It's good. It's, We're going to be coming back to those. It's a delicious teriyaki flavored cigar. Yeah. My first one wouldn't smoke for some reason. That's yeah. all right. So yeah. I put the whole thing in my ashtray and Start moved to the over. next one. <laughs> Slide on down to the next one. Trevor still learned how to smoke. Uh, so who uh, who's famous for smoking these? Clint Eastwood. Clint Eastwood in? The Good, the Bad, and the Ugly. Mm. Do I look like him? Exactly. Well, well. It's a frame for frame remake right now. Well, it's uncanny. Well. I, I don't know how to do that. <laughs> I did the, the. You have to show me how to do that sometime. You can whistle like loud, like so the people in other countries can hear it. Me? Yeah, I know I can, but I can't do that. In other countries, we depend on your whistle. <laughs> <laughs> I am smoking a uh, Gurkha uh, Ghost, I believe. Let's see. Yeah. Yeah, it's a ghost, and it's delicious. It's uh, thick. Thick. It's got the girth of an R2 unit, if you know what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but uh, it's one of it's it's one of the few that it, that I smoke that isn't a flavored cigar. Um, I like Gurkhas. They're just uh, just a good, powerful, black as my soul cigar. Yeah. I knew that about you. You did. What you smoking, I'm, baby? I'm my uh, my second uh, Davidoff from my Christmas gift. Mm. This was my Christmas gift too. Yeah, it's yeah. a it's a medium bodied, about an hour long smoke. It's, it's a Davidoff, folks. If you got the means, I highly recommend it. <laughs> that would be their slogan if Jamie was in charge of marketing. It's a Davidoff, folks. It's a Davidoff, folks. If you have the means, I highly recommend <laughs> All right, so uh, Christmas special. We're uh, all decked out in uh, all our Christmas garb. <laughs> I'm wearing a green shirt and red socks. I got red socks, but they are Shroot Farms. Huh. <laughs> are, you, and, uh, are you wearing that Santa G-string I got you? I'll let you decide. <laughs> I didn't get him that good. I would never. I was wearing it over my shoulders you, the other day. You were thinking I was gonna. You were thinking I was gonna deny it, huh? <laughs> oh man! Just, uh, just wait till the plumber picks something up, and you can, uh, you're a naughty one, Mister Confirmed. Grinch. Follow that whale tail. <laughs> Uh, since it's Christmas season, we thought we'd go to uh, really a famous, famous uh, Old Testament passage that's uh, that's really quoted this time of year, um, Isaiah nine one through seven. I think I've got one or two songs that that come that stop mid song and do the spoken word. That's what it's called. Oh, spoken word. Spoken word. Or right in the middle of the song, they'll do the spoken word. Uh, I know what you're talking about. This a child is born. 
way in a manger. And it's just like they're reading, but it's more, you know? Huh. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, I know what you're talking about now. <laughs> Why didn't you just say that earlier when we were talking because about Because I didn't it? have the word. You sounded really bad. No, you sounded super bad <laughs> interpreting what I wasn't saying. <laughs> Trevor does that. But uh, you have to subscribe to the Patreon to get those <laughs> unedited things. Oh, <laughs> uh, We don't have a Patreon. Just you kidding. just have to be here, losers. That's right. And we don't edit anything. <laughs> we edit nothing. <laughs> Once. We just drop it in. One time you edited my hilarious joke. Uh, let me ask you, do you regret it? No. You don't regret editing it? No. Huh. Why would I? Because you were cowardice. Yeah. You should regret cowardice. I don't regret it. Was it cowardice? No. no what was it then? It was uh, chivalrous. No. No. You opened no door. You paid for no meals. You edited my hilarious joke like a jerk friend. Honorable. Can we just leave that in last year? Yeah. We'll leave it in last year. I'm done with it. <coughs> I didn't bring it up. You did. I didn't bring it up. You said we edit one thing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's true. I didn't say that. Looking all naughty. We do edit one thing. All right. So we're going to do Isaiah. Chapter one or chapter nine, one through seven. Um, let's just do what are we doing? One and two? Yeah, let's read one and two and we'll keep going all the way through seven. Let's start with one and two. All right. But there will be no gloom for her. Oh wait, all right, all right sorry, pause, pause. We actually have to do background. We have to do eight context. Yeah, we gotta give context. Eight twenty one and twenty two? Yeah. Yeah. Eight. So start at eight in the doom and gloom part. Alright. So sorry. My my apologies. Eight what? 21 and 22. Yeah, last two verses. 21 and 22. They will pass through the land, greatly distressed and hungry. And they will, and they were, and when they are hungry, they will be enraged and will speak contemptuously against their king and their God and turn their faces upward. And they will look to the earth and behold distress and darkness, the gloom of anguish. And they will be thrust into thick darkness. Sorry. Just keep making noise. It's so fine. Sorry. We're not doing something. Listen, here. in spoken word, you can drop things. It's more dramatic. All right. Um, yeah. So that, that's, that's kind of the background before we go into this. Um, when we read from scripture, we don't want to just yank verses out of context, right? Mm-hmm. What's that called? Hermeneutics. Eisegesis. That's proper hermeneutics. Yes. Eisegesis is when you just, you start with an idea and you go to, Proof text from the Bible. Yeah. Exegesis is when you interpret what's coming out of Scripture. Mm-hmm. And there's one more? Yeah, Jesus. <laughs> We've talked about it before. <laughs> That's when you, you, you pull, pull right out of your... <laughs> <laughs> okay, moving on. Um, I noticed I wasn't edited. <laughs> Beep. Oh. <laughs> nope, not that one either. Nope. I don't have that button. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, Trev, give us background. Who is, who's talking? Who are they talking to? What's going on in the, the last part of it before we pick into our great Christmas verse? So Isaiah is speaking, and there's judgment coming for the northern kingdom of Israel, mm. which uh, if you know your Old Testament history, Israel after uh, Solomon was split into two kingdoms, northern, southern, the northern kingdom called Israel and the southern kingdom called Judah, where the tribe of Judah is at, where the Jews come from. Um, and Israel was saying... Hey, the Assyrians are coming, um, and they're going to ransack this place mm. because you've chosen to worship other gods. Mm. They um, had three pretty consistent sins, right? Mm-hmm. Idolatry, um, taking the Lord's name in vain, and ignoring the Sabbath. 
and God judged them. That's pretty consistent that. all throughout the Old Testament. Yep. yep, yep. And so, uh, I don't know, fast forward to today, don't do those three sins, right? Yeah, Idolatry. you don't want to do those three things. Um, take the Lord's name, or what was it? Sorry. <laughs> Idolatry. Um, blasphemy. Blasphemy and... Uh, Sabbath. 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 Ignoring Sabbath, yeah. 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 You don't want to do those things. Um, <clears throat> and so this was 700 years before Christ's birth. Um, they're told, the Assyrians are coming, you're going to be in judged, and this is what judgment's going to look like for you, and he calls it uh, gloom of anguish. That sounds extra, what he calls it. extra terrible. Like That sounds so bad. Yeah, yeah. I've had some sad Like, days. imagine depression times like 500 i don't think there's enough fail videos for me for that gloom of anguish you know no. what i mean that's that's my thing when i'm when i'm having a bad day yeah. um last week we had a rough day at the office there to and uh my boss was was feeling it and, and i was like hey here's what you need to do boss go in there and uh just put on some fail videos i got this out here he's like what are we different? We shouldn't be different. You should go in there, watch some fail videos. It'll cheer you up, and then you come on out. I got you, buddy. Don't worry. He didn't know what I was talking about. Uh, no. But that, that's how I deal with gloom and, and sad days, yeah. is I watch other people in worse positions than me. <laughs> I use I use, I watch people in other worse positions than me. <laughs> At least I didn't fall off my bike and hit my nuts like that. You know what I mean? I, I'm good. No matter, no matter how dark your days are, somebody's got it darker. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Someone failed harder than I did. You know? Yeah. Uh, I, I used this line in my sermon, and we've talked about it before, and I don't know what it's from, but sorrow upon sorrow. Mm. Um, I don't know. And uh, that's that's what I imagine they're feeling. Yeah. Is sorrow upon sorrow. I mean, on, on one hand, they're looking up and they're cursing God because he let this thing happen to his people. Yeah. Um, and then on the other hand, they're looking at the ground, and it's gloom and anguish. Yeah. Gloom of anguish, gloom and gloom anguish. of anguish, yeah. Thick darkness. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's uh so that's that's what we're going into. That that was the last thing spoken, and then we get to this Christmas passage. Go for right. it. One and two. <clears throat> but there will be no gloom for her who was in anguish. In the former time he brought into contempt the land of Zebulun and the land of Naphtali, but in the latter time, he has made glorious the way of the sea and the land beyond the Jordan, Galilee of nations. Mm. The people who walk in darkness have seen a great light. Those who dwelt in a land of deep darkness, on them a light shone. All right. Oh, sorry. Yeah, light light shone. Okay, cool. We're in the same place. Cool, cool. Yeah, that's... uh, so again, there's a, there'll be a time of gloom, that gloom and doom and sorrow upon sorrow will end. Um, and he's talking about this place, Zebulun and Nephtali. Zebulun and Nephtali. Zebulun. Zebulun. Zebulun and Nephtali. And Nephtali. Um, they were, they were glooming. They had darkness upon <laughs> darkness, right? Um, they were, they, they were the ones who were looking at the dirt and being gloomful. They were the ones looking up and saying, you did this to me. Even though they know they earned it, you know, yeah. you uh, earned you earned this, you deserve this. Yeah, and uh, and so the beauty of scripture, reading it as intended to be read it, read 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 it read read as it, as it's intended to be read is is you look for the answer in scripture, right? And so I can look at this, especially verse two, the people who walk in darkness will see a great light; those who live in a dark land, the light will shine on them. 
And I can I can imagine um, eclipse. I can imagine some supernatural darkness over the land, um, and even 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 imagine it belonging in some imaginary seven year terrible time. Right? I can imagine that. Um, but if Scripture gives a time when it's been fulfilled, it doesn't get to go in my imaginational spot. Right? Yeah. <laughs> you used a bunch of made up words. I think what? All right. So where imaginational? Imaginational. Yep. Yeah. That's. Well, I was going for dispensational, but (laughs) (laughs) it's tomato, tomato. Same. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. So let's look for the fulfillment of this, of this particular prophecy happens through Jesus, right? Yeah. Matthew four. Go ahead. Oh, you want me to read it? Yeah. 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 What what else are we doing? No, I don't know. Um, (laughs) Matthew four, Matthew four, 12 through 17. It says, now when Jesus heard that John had been taken into custody, he withdrew into Galilee, and leaving Nazareth, he came and settled in Capernaum, which which is by the sea in the region of Zebulun and Naphtali. This was to fulfill that uh, this was to fulfill what was spoken through Isaiah the prophet. The land of Zebulun and the land of Naphtali, by the way of the sea, beyond the Jordan, Galilee of the Gentiles, the people who were sitting in darkness saw a great light, and those who were sitting in the land in shadow of death Upon them a light drawn. From that time, Jesus began to preach and say, Repent, for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. So this great imagination, uh, verse that invokes imaginary things was actually fulfilled by Jesus simply saying, Repent, the kingdom of God is at hand. That was, that was the fulfillment of it, right? Yeah. I, it's, it doesn't require all of these tribulations and, and mockery of the ten plagues. It's... Jesus Post, did this. Post or pre-millennial thing. I don't need, I don't need, I don't need, uh, yeah, I don't need tribulation. I need Jesus, right? <laughs> and yeah, that's, this, that's the beauty of it. Yeah, this is, this is talking on one hand, back to Isaiah 9, this is talking on one hand, it's talking about the, the earlier times and later times. Earlier times are the times when Assyria is going to judge these, these regions. Um, and later times is when Christ fulfilled the promise to be the light in that place. Yeah. Yeah, he is the light that that was promised. Again, Jesus is the fulfillment of all of the Old Testament prophecies, um, uh, and and law and prophecy. But so that that gives us some some legitimate context as we move forward. Um, again, they were gloom and doom, but there'll be a time when Jesus will be in the land, the Son of God, telling people to repent and be a part of His kingdom. That's mm. that's a time of light, right? Right. Um, and that's who came into the world, right? All right, let's read, uh, what are we doing, three? three? Just three? Yep. You have multiplied the nations, you have increased its joys, and they rejoice before you, as with joy at a harvest, as they are glad with when they divide the spoil. All right, Trev, let's, let's talk about those two analogies there. Go ahead. Um, so there's two things happening here. One is uh, multiplying of the nations, and the other one is joy of the world. Mm. So is this when they made up the song "Joy to the World"? No, I don't. I don't believe so. Is, oh, it was when the angels sang "Joy to the World." Joy all you boys and girls, world. joy no, to that's the fishes Jeremiah. in the deep blue sea. You said joy to you and me. I thought Jeremiah was a bullfrog. He was a good friend of mine. Yeah, the same song. No, oh. <laughs> <laughs> feels like it. <laughs> we haven't seen that song in a long time. It's been a minute. Yeah. Uh, all right, so. Um, two analogies it talks about here is the uh, harvest and the 
uh, dividing of spoil. Oh, well, well, hold on. Uh, well, two things. That's in talking about the joy of the land, uh, joy of the Lord. Okay. The harvest and the dividing the spoils. Okay. The first part is the multiplying the nations. Gotcha, gotcha. Um, it's a fulfillment of a promise to Abraham mm. that he'd be the father of many nations, mm. um, which we see again in John 10. We also see in Romans um, that every tribe, tongue, and language is going to be blessed through this promise. So he promised Abe when he changed his name from Abram to Abraham. Mm-hmm. He'll be the, the from the father of many to the father of the multitudes. Um, he'll be the father of many nations. And this is Isaiah recalling that back, saying this promise is going to happen mm-hmm. still when that guy, when the darkness comes, or yeah. when the light comes to the darkness. Yeah. Uh, Jesus is the fulfillment the, of the promise of Abraham. Yeah, the promise of Abraham. The seed of Abraham comes through Christ. Yeah. Um, and we know this because um, when we look at like Romans, um, people might, some people might look at this and say like, oh, well, He's talking to Israel, and Israel's the people of God, the Jews are the people of God. But Paul says not all of Israel is true Israel. Mm-hmm. Um, and so even the true people of God then are just like the true people of God now in that they have to look to Christ. Yeah. Yeah. Um, as their hope, as their fulfillment of these promises, um, all of that. That's good. So... We have then we move into from the joy of the na- of the the multiplication multiplication of nations to the increasing gladness the joy of the, joy of the Lord right joy of the Lord yeah yeah and the, he reckons he's got it to two analogies in there talking about the joy of the Lord the first one being the uh, harvest um, celebrating the harvest and the second one being the um, dividing, dividing the, spoils. the spoils Jamie you and I are the most former guys I know right. Farmer? <laughs> not at all. Hardly know her. No. <laughs> we, we're not, but we get it. I mean, you are highly affected by the harvest every year, right? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> it's not a joy for him. It, um, it's not joyful, that's for sure. But, I mean, when you think about it, it it's it's uh, it's a way of life. It's, it's what governs the economics of where I live. I yeah. Mean, without that cotton, there's not a town. Yeah, you know, and that so gin is running what twenty four seven right now. Twenty four seven, cotton everywhere. Massive dome of cotton seed dust covering my town. Yeah, even when it blows fifty miles an hour. Remember when we were flying into New York and you could see the smog? That's what Wilson, Texas, looks like right now. <laughs> but it's not <laughs> smog; it's just the dust gin, and cotton <laughs> seeds, it's gin, it's gin pollution. <laughs> but it's important. It's important, and it's a. It affects the the people there. It affects our town. It affects our economy. And and without it, like I said, there'd be no town. Yeah, yeah. I don't know when Harvest Festivals actually got started. I know like other places, they don't know what a Harvest Festival is. But when I, I don't feel know, sad for them. Yeah, you're missing out. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I don't know when or why Harvest Festivals were started. Yeah. But um, they very well could be celebrating God provided. Yeah. Yeah. Well, didn't the Jewish people have a designated day of celebration? Yeah, they were even supposed to take a year off, the year of Jubilee, where we we don't harvest this year. Mm -hmm. Nobody works this year. There's actually no record of it in Scripture of them obeying it, but they were supposed to. But but it wasn't them celebrating a harvest, per se. It was celebrating God's grace Mm -hmm. in giving them that harvest. So God 
is the one should be the focus of that yeah. celebration. Yeah, and then the second one is the uh, the booty. Is that the right word for that? What? No. The, the, I mean, yes, but no. Yes, it is. You're dividing the spoils. That's right. Splitting is what he the says. booty. Hey, quit acid-jeezing it. <laughs> That's a booty-jeezing. <laughs> yeah, no, I can imagine this. And again, I'm not... Uh, I guess I'm oversimplifying, but I know um, in... You know, when wrestling, when we got our shows and, and we end up with making some merch money, it's like, man, how do we, how do we get that back to everybody? You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. How do we, how do we reinvest that in, in our guys? Um, and it's mostly through Christmas party. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and sometimes it's replacing things in the ring, right? Yeah. Congratulations, guys. We have a Christmas party this year and we got some new pads. Yeah. New padding for my back and boards without splinters. Uh, no, don't make no that promise yet. on that yet. <laughs> We're, Boards are more expensive than pads. We didn't do that well. <laughs> cool. Live with the splinters. Uh, but uh, in in old old older times when there were wars, um, they would divide the they would divide the splendor. They would divide the money. They would divide um, the crops, the livestock, the uh, sometimes war brides. You know, some people get wives. And slaves. Um, Israel was not supposed to do that. They were not. slaves. Yeah. Um, but all all of those things, they would divide up that splendor amongst the people, and for a lot of countries, that's how they grew in wealth. Yeah, you look at like the Greeks and the Romans as they were going through conquering, they mm-hmm. would divide these things up and they would take people for their own. And yeah, this is how they became so great. Yeah, yeah, and so this is a, again, this is referring to to the 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 oh, they will be glad in God's presence. As a gladness of harvest and men rejoice when men divide spoils. And so that's the kind of, we're, we're supposed to this time of year be joyful people, right? Mm, yeah. um, we should be happy, not Ned Flanders idiots, right? Um, what we should be happy people, not, um, I think I saw, I saw a video the other day of, uh, somebody getting fired. Um, and, uh, they were saying how they're, they're positive and, they're going to stay positive and the, the, the boss didn't like that. And so they fired him and they just kept being smiling idiots. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like, Don't be a smiling idiot. It's okay. Yeah. That things get you down. Um, but look to things that are bigger than the, the circumstances we're in. You know what I mean? You know, um, I, th- I think this is interesting. The conversation from Kevin DeYoung about the Moscow mood. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know what the, the people in the CREC make me think of? They make me think of the dwarves in The Hobbit. Mm. Um, I can see that. Yeah, they're just like fighters and drinkers, menly and men, drinkers. They're partying. Yeah. They go to that's what Bilbo Baggins hates. <laughs> awesome place. Remember, and having a good time. Remember when they go to Rivendell and they're the they they basically like cut off the music that the elves are playing and they're dancing on the table and <laughs> they're getting naked and jumping in the in the fountain and everything. I don't remember that part. You don't remember that? They're swimming in the fountain. You remember that, right? They start the, swimming did you get in the, the fountain. X-rated version? Or? No, <laughs> they diving in the fountain. Y'all don't remember that scene? Mm-mm, no. Oh, well, the elves get mad because they're like they're not honoring this place <laughs> and. uh and uh, Gandalf like rebukes the elves like, because you need to celebrate, man. Yeah, you need to celebrate with these people. Yeah, chill out, have a good time, man. Yeah, <laughs> y'all look too too uptight. Yeah, that's yeah. that's Kevin DeYoung right now. Mm. He's 
He's the uh, he's the elves being too uptight. Bah humbug. Huh? Yeah, it's, it's like Christmas, dude. It's Shut Christmas. Up. Let's celebrate. Yeah, have a drink and party. We had a good time in No Quarter November, and now <laughs> it's Christmas. <laughs> oh man! But yeah, that's that's the kind of celebration we're supposed to be known for. Like, oh, you know, that's just Mike and Trev. They're always laughing. That's just Mike, Trev, and Jamie. They're of course they're having a good time. We can't. They can't even, can't even trust them to have a bad time when these bad things happen to them. No, you can't. We're going to make the best of it, right? Amen. All right. Let's read uh, four and five. For the yoke of his, of his burden and the staff for his shoulder, the rod of the oppressor, you have broken as on the day of Median. For every boot of the trampling warrior and battle tumult and every garment rolled in blood will be burned as fuel for the fire mm. 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 go ahead trev <laughs> you got the notes on this you go right ahead, oh okay buddy. cool 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 <laughs> um so we see here that uh as it's talking about in verse four where it says uh for you shall break the yoke of their burden and the staff on their shoulders mm. um the rod of your oppressor as the battle of midian this is Christ defeating his enemies, um, which we see happen in fulfillment in Colossians chapter 2. Um, Colossians chapter 2, Paul tells the church at Colossae, When you were dead in your transgressions and the uncircumcision of your flesh, he made you alive together with him, having forgiven us all transgressions, having canceled out the certificate of debt consisting of decrees against us, which was hostile to us, and he, he has taken it out of the way having nailed it to the cross. So first he's talking about sins and how he's dealt with the punishment of sins. And then second he says, when he had disarmed the rulers and authorities, he made a public display of them, having triumphed, triumphed over them through him. So you see mm. two things happening there. One is uh, is a crushing of, uh, crushing of our sins yep. and the flesh and ourselves and our... Um, and all of that, and then second is all of these rulers and principalities. Um, yeah, so as, as it says here in, in five and four and five, first he takes the yoke of off a burden off of us. Mm-hmm. Then those oppressors they pay. Yeah, the ones whose boots <laughs> were stepping on us mm-hmm. burned. Yeah, their robes dipped in blood, fuel for the fire. Yeah, uh, John Piper when he's talking about it, he he says. Um, he says, for every boot of the booted warrior in the battle of tumult and cloak rolled in blood will be for burning fuel for the fire. Piper believes this relates to Romans 835, uh, 835 to 39, um, which says, who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Shall trouble or hardship or persecution or famine, or nakedness or danger or sword? As is written, for your sake, we, we face all day long. We are considered a sheep to be slaughtered. No, in all these things we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. For I am convinced that neither death nor life, neither angels nor demons, neither a priest nor the future, um, oh, sorry, neither the present nor the future, nor any powers, neither height nor depth, nor anything else in all of creation will be able to separate us from the love of God that is in Christ Jesus our Lord. Man, I'm, uh, just, just a little side note. We don't, we don't plug our, our sermons on our YouTube very often. Um, but, uh, Trev, you preached on this today and this is the point that got me. This is when all the onions in the room really started affecting my eyes. <laughs> when the dirt and the allergies really hit me, I was, 
it just hit me, man. Um, it was just the weight of this, the illuminated work of the Holy Spirit as you went from scripture upon scripture to on, on scripture and, uh, connected these dots of Isaiah to Colossians, right? To Romans that, that, uh, that's what Jesus did for me. My yoke of my sin, he, he took it. He walked my yoke right onto that cross. Um, and then all the enemies that have tormented me, that have taunted me, that have tempted me, fuel for the fire. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. Nothing, nothing stops the growth of the church. Mm. Um, it will grow. The mm. gates of hell will not prevail against it. Mm. Um, we were talking today, and this, I guess, is the line that you wrote down of even the things that they try to do, Christ uses against them. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I, let me see. Here it is. Here it is. I got this from uh, uh, the theologian uh, Trev Cowan. Said Jesus is king. Jesus is such a king that he grows his kingdom with his enemies. Mm. I was his enemy. Romans five, right? Mm. Um, I was his enemy, and now he's growing his kingdom with me. Um, his enemy became his growth. Like that's my Jesus. That's mm. how good and gracious, how powerful, how all. Seeing, all knowing, how sovereign he is, right? Yeah, that was that was the weight I was feeling um, as you were preaching. And so, again, guys, go check that out, man. I highly recommend checking out that sermon. Um, it's it's good stuff. But it's over this passage, so you're getting you're getting the clip notes now. <laughs> <laughs> but again, it was so good. I was like, let's just do that today. All right, let's do uh, six, Jamie. For to us a child is born, to us a son is given. And the government shall be upon his shoulders, and his name shall be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. This is the verse that gets spoken worded into my Christmas songs. Mm. That makes sense. For unto it's us a, a child is born. This is usually where it usually starts, actually. Yep. More in six and seven than the others. Agreed. But this um, is... Context. <laughs> yeah. So the beginning of it is... Establishing of this kingdom, now we have to ask the question, what kind of king do we have? Hmm. Good and gracious, man. Yeah. Um, came as a child, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's been given to us. Um, and then everything rests on his shoulders. Uh, and his name well, will be called. The hypostatic union right there is the child is born. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Human. Mm-hmm. It would be God as well. Mm-hmm. It's, it's hypostatic union. Give, give us a definition of that because I've got some lowbrow theologians Jesus like me. Ones? Yeah. Jesus is 100% man. Hundred percent God. There it is. Yep. Hypostatic union. The hypostatic union. I know. Hundred percent God. Hundred percent man. For unto us a child is born. <laughs> 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 Trying to get some spoken word in here. Uh, yeah, man. That's that's this again. This is the Christmas song, and I I just think it's a sweeter Christmas passage when you get all of. It's just richer when you start back in eight twenty one. You know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Uh, the the destitute the gloom and doom that they were in um and then in the middle of that gloom a child that's how you're going to fix things a yeah. child they, they can't even fix themselves you changing diapers oh and- my goodness it's so scandalous to think that the son of god would mess his britches mm. right right like whoa, whoa that's god yeah but he's also man <laughs> It's the hundred percent part, right? right? Um he had he had to grow. He had to had to learn. He had to do some some uh some he had growing to experience up. what we experienced. Yeah. Yeah, that's just again, just and the 
symmetry of the poetry. Go ahead. Mm. Yeah, and then what he come, becomes, mm. um, where this passage ends, he becomes a wonderful counselor, a mighty. He is a mighty God. He is the everlasting Father. Um, the uh, uh, the the Prince of Peace. This is, and the fulfiller of prophecy. Yeah, yeah. This yeah. is our God. Yeah, yeah. This is Christmas, right? Mm-hmm. This is Christmas. We're getting to it. All right. I hope you haven't missed it, fellas. All right, let's read uh, seven. Mm-hmm. Of the increase of his government and of peace, there will be no end. On the throne of David and over his kingdom to establish it and to uphold it with justice and with righteousness from this time forth and forevermore. The zeal of the Lord of hosts will do this. Mm. All right, so first of all, we get to rest easy, right? <laughs> His zeal is going to accomplish these things, right? Um, but what things are, is it going to accomplish? Go ahead. Go into the, go into all of it, right? Um, there will be no end to the increase of his kingdom. Mm. That's what he's going to accomplish. Mm. He's going to do this. And there's a specific place he's going to do it from, and that's King David's throne. Yeah. Yeah, he's ruling from King David's throne. And um, as we talked about in the sermon today, um, this is the small piece cut out of the mountain that's crashed against all of the other um, empires and grows to oh, be in Daniel, Daniel, right? That covers the whole world. Yeah, in Daniel. Yeah, the prophet in Daniel. That piece of the mountain, that's, that's Jesus. A mustard seed that grows to shade the entire earth. Mm. Um, in uh, Isaiah 11, the knowledge of the glory of the Lord that covers the earth as the waters cover the sea. Mm. Um, that's the degree that he's going to, that's the degree to which he's going to make this happen. Yeah. Yeah. Completely. Yeah. Completely. <laughs> and, uh, and that, that's the beauty and that, that, that's hard in times when, honestly, guys, if I watch too much news, I'm like, this ain't happening. Right? Like thick darkness. Yeah. The darkness, the gloom, the ground is cursed, right? Um, I can get, I can get pretty, pretty down on where we're at. Um, but, um, this is also where, where my rest is in, right? The zeal of the Lord is going to accomplish this. He's got this. He's going to do this. And, and the government's on his shoulders, not on, not on an elderly man who doesn't know his name half the time, right? Not on a guy who gasps and stutters. The government's not on his shoulders. It's on, it's on Jesus' shoulders. And he's reigning from the right hand of God the Father Almighty right now. And so I can rest a little easier and this do a, a little good, right? This is where uh, I'm being retaught things that I was taught. Me too. As a kid, because yeah. my, my thinking was, up until this point, was we need to hunker down and wait mm-hmm. until Jesus comes for all this to happen. It's mm-hmm. already happened. Mm-hmm. He's, he's ruling already. Mm-hmm. And so we shouldn't be hiding out in our houses, mm-hmm. waiting for something to happen. We should be out there. Putting enemies under his feet, mm. preaching the gospel, being yeah. bold for it, calling out the false teachers. Crap! Everybody's preaching today. <laughs> I love it, dude. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Mark them. Contend with them. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Contend for the truth. That's right. Uh, because yeah, the zeal Lord will accomplish this. It's going to happen. It's going to get done. And here's the beauty, man. He uses knuckleheads like me, like us, right? Um, 
he calls my children as much as I use them as examples on this show. They're arrows in the hands of an archer, right? They're, they're my quivers. I'm going to shoot them at things and kill things with my boys, right? Mm. And, uh, and my boys are going to get up and stomp it dead, right? <laughs> because that's kind of men they're becoming. Um, and that's what we get to do. We get to, let's start with us, right? Let's make sure he's ruling and reigning in my heart. And then, then let's bring him, bring his authority into my home. Make sure he's ruling and reigning over my wife and my kids and my family. Um, and then branch out from there and, and one disciple at a time, one family at a time, one man at a time, move his kingdom forward and his zeal will accomplish it. Even on days like today, when it's like my best friend preaching to my family and my other best friend, right? <laughs> <laughs> um, he's still going to accomplish it, dude. Um, He's still going to do it. Amen. All right. So how do we close this? Little Dougie Doug, what do you say? Uh, yeah, sure. Um, this quote from Doug Wilson says, uh, I, I believe this is from his... Mes- God Mary. rest you, Mary. Yeah, God rest you, Mary. Uh, he says, eat the fat, drink the sweet, and send gifts. For this day is holy. This is what holiness looks like. Holiness looks like eating fudge, drinking wine, and sending presents. Mm. So go have a merry little Christmas, fellas. It's uh, it's that time. The zeal of the Lord will accomplish um, putting everything under the feet of King Jesus. We share his, his people sharing his gospel is how it's going to be accomplished. But let's be joyous. Let's be merry. Um, you guys have a merry Christmas. Rest you, in that. You filthy animals. You filthy animals. <laughs> All right, guys, don't forget to like, share, subscribe to our podcast, leave a review, check out our Facebook group, group Reforming Manhood, where we can continue having these conversations. Uh, don't forget to check out our website, crossworkchurch.org slash shop, where you can buy some Reforming Manhood merch. All right, fellas, you guys have a merry little Christmas. My name is Mike Watt. I'm the Lucha Preacher. And I'm Too Sweet Trevor Cowan. And I'm Jamie Broken Yoke in a <laughs> You guys be sweet. Show Jesus. Later. Later. Later.